Hello, you're listening to Journey into an Unknown World. I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops. What I always try and do on this show is take the very normal and give you a little twist on it to make it perhaps in your mind a little abnormal. I also like to take the strange and the unusual, which we will call abnormal, and make it very normal for you. Today I wanted to do something more earthly. I wanted to talk about family issues. I know with the Grand Cross in the sky and the influence of Mars and of Venus and the local planets nearby that we are all going through a change. Well, for the last two years, people have been talking about the shift. And of course, everyone's trying to explain it in some way, shape or form in their world as to how it's affecting them. But the bottom line is a lot of people are finding that their family issues are building and building up until they're becoming like a mountain in front of you. And at that point, you start to think, what is going on here? Are we meant to separate? Are we meant to go our own ways? Should we be pushing the kids out of our house because now they're grown up and they're still here? Should we be going out and finding some new career for us as adults, as parental elders who are now free to do whatever we want to do? Well, of course, there's 101 scenarios that everyone can bring up and talk about. But what I would like to address is the non-communication, the way people do not share what's going on inside them. You know, this is a very frightening time when suddenly you realize that all the old things that you were used to, all the old ways that people used to talk, all the old things that people used to do, they've suddenly disappeared. And of course, when all that's gone, you can feel empty. You can feel as though you've lost everything. And at that point, if we don't watch out, we can become depressed. So who around you is actually not communicating with you? And how frustrated are you that you have not come to know what's going on in someone else's mind? or what they're truly feeling about themselves at this time because they're shutting you out, not letting you in. Let's take a deep breath for a minute and just pick someone, someone you know that is troubling you and just take a deep breath all the way in. That's it. And all the way out. That's it. Blow it away. Blow it away. Because with every breath you take in and out, there's a part of you that is getting more oxygen to your brain. And that's going to allow you to let the endorphins flow. And at the same time, it's going to allow you to have a more balanced attitude about that person you're thinking of. So let's take another deep breath. Breathe all the way in. And all the way out. That's it. And just relax. I'd like you to listen to me. You may feel that you're in rejection right now. You may feel isolated. 
But the bottom line is, under the laws of karma, and there are other shows that I've talked about this, under the laws of karma, that mirror image is always going on. So as much as you may feel shut out, isolated, know that the other person you're thinking about feels exactly the same. The only difference is they may not be looking at it in the same way that you are. So here's an example. If you're looking at your living room from the doorway, you're going to notice everything's there from that point of view. Whereas if your friend is looking at that room from sitting down on a chair, looking out towards the door where you're standing, there is a whole different point of view about the way they see the room as opposed to the way you see the room. So when I talk about family issues, what I'm actually saying is I want you to understand that whoever's upsetting you is not seeing the world through your eyes. Let's take another deep breath and think about that because it's very difficult for us all to realize that no one is looking at the world with our brain. No one is looking at the world with our eyes. No one is looking at the world sensing whatever's going on with our body. We are unique. I wrote a book called The Rejection Syndrome. It's been selling quite well. In that book, what you learn about is how you are very unique, very individual, how you have chosen a soul structure coding that allows you to have this unique point of view. So if you want to get that book, all you have to do is go to my website, www.sumaricenter.com, or you can go to Amazon and find it there. I'm happy to say it's either a softback or an ebook. In fact, all my books are there for you and you might like to follow along with each book because all the books do integrate and together they will help you understand how your relationships are with everybody you have in your life. And once you begin to understand that everything begins and ends with you and your point of view, then you can begin to understand adaptability. You can begin to understand that it's okay to reach outside of your box, bring in new information, and start over again with someone you really love and care about to look at new values, to look at new understandings of yourselves and what you've become to one another, and also to be able to say very clearly, let's set some new ground rules. So let's go with the issues that are going on in the family. First of all, let's take a standard family, you know, mum, dad, and two kids. And let's make them a boy and a girl just to be uniquely different. So what happens in this kind of family? Well, first of all, I want you to understand that there isn't just one relationship. There are multitudes of relations going on. So let's have a little look at that. Mum with daughter. That's one relationship. Mum with dad. That's two relationships. Mum with son. That's three relationships. Now we'll add dad. That's a fourth relationship. Mum, dad, and son. Now we'll add another one. Mum, dad, and daughter. We're getting up there now. Six relationships. Mum and dad with son and daughter. It goes on. 
daughter with dad, daughter with mum, daughter with brother, daughter's point of view with mum, dad and brother, brother's point of view with dad, brother's point of view with sister, brother's point of view with mum. It goes on. Can you see how the power of four is being amplified into many dynamic relationships. And in each person's point of view, as they intermarry their feelings with the members of the family, there can be many different dynamic reactions. And those reactions can either upset or bond the family together. So what is important? Well, it's communication. Now, I have some videos on YouTube where I'm discussing communication, points of views, ideas and feelings. All you have to do is go to YouTube and uh, look for my channel. So it's going to be www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Dr. Margaret. That's D-R-M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T. And you will be able to find all my videos there. I'll also remind you that as you're listening to my show right now, you can go to iTunes and download all 70 plus of my shows. It's a good job they're only half an hour each, right? And over time, if you listen to them all, you're going to find a lot of advice about how to be in a relationship and how to make your family issues work. So now that we've established that you have many relationships within a four people family, um, you can understand that issues will arise. So let's say, for example, daughter wants to go out and play with some friends and she wants to do it by staying out late. So she comes and she asks mom, hey mom, can I go to my friend's house? I want to do etc. etc. And mom says, no, it's too late. So then daughter runs into the other room to dad and says, mom won't let me go to such and such event with my friends to stay out late. Dad, can you say yes? Would you let me go? Now if dad's point of view is that he remembers when he was young and thinks about how he had a good time flirting with all the young girls, then Dad may well turn around and say, absolutely not, listen to Mum. Now, daughter runs into brother and says, well, parents are no good, they don't even care about me, I wanted to go to my friend's house, they won't let me go. What can you do? Can you ask mum and dad, let me go? And brother says, I don't care. I'm not going to your party. I'm not involved in your friends. Now, sister feels isolated. Brother has said no. Mum has said no. Dad has said no. She's got three aspects coming at her. She feels depressed, miserable, and upset. But she doesn't want to give up. So she goes back to mom and she says, Mom, it's not fair. I want to go to my 
your friend's event and I want to stay out late. Please, please let me go. And she starts whining and pushing her mum. Mum's got umpteen things going on. She's very worried. Now mum starts shouting, leave me alone. Stop asking these questions. I've said no. Well, that's just a normal everyday event where parents are doing the things that they want to do for their child. But what they don't realize is that their daughter is psychologically making an idea in her mind that mom and dad don't care about her. Well, of course, there's going to be the same kind of event with the son. Now the children are going to build and bond together over our parents don't care about us. Now the children are playing up so much that mum and dad are over-worried with all their bills and all the things they have to deal with and the children are winding them up with all their demands, all the extra expenses, all the things that are going on and suddenly mum and dad are at it too. They're arguing. And before you know where it is, each member of the family is affected by the different points of views, the different arguments. Nobody is listening to anyone because they're so busy thinking about the argument and thinking about how they're disappointed, upset, miserable, etc. and have each, in their own way, divided themselves up, separated themselves from one another and really convinced self that nobody loves them and nobody cares. So what do they do? They want to find someone. They want to find some support. So they reach outside the family unit. They reach out to their friends, their associates, and they share their secrets. Well, that sounds good because they're getting some kind of support. But what if the support is not good support? What if it's coming from another dysfunctional family? Now we start comparing. Well, my friend up the road, her mum and dad, they don't care. They let her stay out late, says her daughter. The brother says, well, I don't care where you're going and what you're doing. I'm going to hang loose with my friends. And I don't care what my mum and dad's doing. I'm going to sneak out of the house where nobody's looking. And I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. So mum and dad, they're left alone. Where's the kids gone? What's going on? Uh, it's your fault they're gone. No, it's not. It's your fault. If you'd have done the right thing in the first place, if you'd have said and done the right thing in the first place, this wouldn't have happened. No, no, I'm busy at work. Now, well, do you think you're the only one that's working? And so on. Arguments manifest. Blame and shame is cast around and everyone is in a state and everyone feels neglected. And all the comparisons from all the other dysfunctional families around start to influence everyone within this family unit. And before they know where they are, they're outside their normal comfort zone. They're outside the box. They're thrown and tossed out into the deep oceans of the world where all that negativity is surviving. And they can't find a standard. They can't find their moral and ethic codes anymore. They can't find love for one another. It's sad. It's very sad. All over the world right now are billions of people who are in relationships, who feel that they are misunderstood, not loved, and not supported. They're stressed, they're in trauma, they're in isolation. 
You're going to find other shows on trauma uh, varying from uh, anything from terror to um, post-traumatic stress disorder. There's lots of shows I've done on all these kinds of things. But now where I'm coming from is who's going to fix them? Who's going to help them? Well, I am very happy to say that I love helping people who are in trauma or people who are having family issues. I like to be able to give them insight and inspiration into the way an individual is seeing themselves. Last week, I was happy to work with a mother who was at her wit's end because she couldn't manage her children. When I asked her about how her relationship was with her husband, she said, well, we talk, but we don't ever really solve issues. We just seem to go round in circles, and I really feel unsupported. When I asked her about her children, these were both boys, by the way, about how they were getting along, she said they were always in competition with one another, trying to outsmart, outdo one another, so there's a lot of fighting and yelling going on. Well, this is very typical of a family. Um, and on top of that, she had recently discovered that her sister had divorced her, her husband, her sister's husband, and uh, that the children were uh, in trouble with the law, and now she felt she had to take them on, take them into her family and deal with their issues as well. So you can see at that point she was overwhelmed. Well, I was happy to be able to say that I could channel for her from her spirit guides all the insights that she needed to start getting herself straight. Because the bottom line is, if an individual hasn't got all their beliefs, ideas, feelings, thoughts, emotions, their bodily structure in place, then they're going to be weak. And the minute something strange or unusual happens to push, tip that family over the edge into total negativity, where everyone is saying, I want out. I want to have divorce. I want to have freedom from you. I want to leave home, etc., etc. The minute that happens, that individual is going to crash. So it's very important when you're dealing with a family issue that you reach out and find someone like myself who is not just trained in psychology and psychiatry, but is also trained in the matters of communication, in the matters of the psyche, in the matters of being able to help someone look outside the box and see themselves from another point of view. It's also very important that we teach people how to communicate. You know, a lot of families don't hear one another because they're busy thinking about their own insights or their own intuition, and they don't share that. A lot of people don't respond to remarks. For example, I could say, wow, look at that flower, it's gorgeous. And the person I'm with just looks down and walks on. Well, I'm left wondering, did they see the flower? Did they think it was beautiful? And was it the smell that put them off? Or was it that they don't like those flowers? I'm left wondering. And of course, eventually I'm going to ask, well, did you see the flower? What do you think? 
and if they are open to that, they're going to turn around and say, yeah, I saw it, it was nice. But I'll learn immediately, that flower wasn't so important to them as it was to me. You know, there are many kids today who are into the technical side of things. They're looking at their phones all the time. They are literally not seeing the world. They're not seeing the flowers. And one of the big family issues that goes on all the time is kids lock themselves up in their rooms looking at their games or their computers, emailing their friends, chatting on the phone. And there's mom or dad downstairs or both of them watching TV, unaware of what their children are doing upstairs. Back in the old days when I was a kid, we had family dinner together. We discussed things that were coming up in school or we were discussing what our religious beliefs and philosophies were. There was always something we were discussing about, even if it led to an argument, because the bottom line is an argument is better than no communication. It's also very important that after an argument that each member of the family, from their point of view, return to the center of the family with an apology and an acceptance that there are different points of view going on during that argument. And that that argument has not been really important. What's important is the argument has brought the family back together again. And when you come back together again in the unity of love and hey peace and be able to, in the Indian style, have the talking stick and talk one at a time, you can solve the issue, sort it out, and then begin to appreciate each one idea, each point of view, in other words, and even if you don't agree, agree to disagree. And that leaves room for building a better relationship amongst you all. Family issues will always be there. I've written many books about communication. I'm writing a book called Acceptance Solution, which I hope to get out by the end of this year. That will help you to see the positive sides of things. But in the meantime, I do suggest you get hold of a copy of my book, The Rejection Syndrome. You might like to also read Quantum Entanglement, a paranormal point of view, because from there you'll begin to see how every relationship is entwined and how all our relationships are entwined within us. And so even the spirit world, God, is entwined within us. So there's always a solution. There's always an answer. Now, if you'd like my help, you can write me, Dr. Margaret, that's D-R-M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-R-V-C at gmail.com. I do open my mails. I do reply myself. I don't want my staff to answer for me. So if you have some questions about yourself or your relationships, then do contact me and I will tell you which is the best way to help you out. Not everything comes for free, but I do like to give people a little while with me for free on the telephone or on Skype. So it doesn't matter where you are, I can help you see and understand how to begin looking at your dysfunctional relationships with people, whether they are family members, work colleagues, people at your local church, synagogue, etc., or simply you fighting yourself. Because yes, 
a lot of people isolate themselves, go round and round in circles with their emotions, their thoughts, and get stuck, and get depressed, and get miserable, even suicidal. Well, I don't want to see you in that space, and I'm sure you don't want to see yourself in that space. So it's very important to reach out, whether it's me or someone else. Now, a lot of people have money issues within their families. You know, we've got to buy new shoes for the kids, got to find the money for the electric bill. I have to work three or four jobs. I'm tired when I come home. I haven't got time to sit there and discuss issues like whether the washing machine is broken with my wife or if I'm the female, I haven't got time to worry about whatever my husband's going through because I have the school's kids lunch packs to make and clean up the house and do the washing and there's the kids in their room trying to do their homework with one ear on the TV or their most popular music. Who's paying attention to who? Who's listening? Nobody? Everybody? No one? I don't know. It's your problem. Call me. Talk to me. You can go to our website www.sumariscenter.com that's S for sugar, U-M for mother, A-R-I-S, that's S for sugar again, center, C-E-N-T-E-R, American spelling, dot com. So, sumaricenter.com. You'll find lots of pages of information there where you can see that you can either learn to self-help or you can get help from me or Dr. Steve, who is my husband. Everything that you think is a problem can be solved. We can teach you how to think in positive ways. We can teach you how to sort out your issues. We can even teach you how to think about taking your talents and skills and putting to work for you so that you can get out there in the world and make more money. Manifesting what you need all comes down to the way you think and feel and how you use your skills and talents to not only interact with your family and build a happy family, but also within yourself and out there in your working world, in your social world, to network and be fulfilled by everything you touch, taste, smell, do, and of course, most importantly, see. Not everyone has all their five senses working for them, and we understand that. We can help you if you're handicapped. We can help you if you have any kind of issue health-wise. We'll be there for you. I will always be there for you. And I am appreciating the fact that you have been there for me to listen to this radio show or to watch my videos. I appreciate you. I want to help you. If you need me, then recognize in the mirror image, I need you. By helping you, you give me an opportunity to appreciate my spirit guides, my learnings throughout the years, my research, etc. And by helping you, you help me to be a better person for someone else. And yes, by me helping you to find you, I'm helping you to be a better person for someone else in your life. Don't let 
anything get in the way of improving yourself. Yes, this is a technical world. Yes, this is a time when you do need to go back to school on some level and learn. Whether it's learning new skills, a new career, or just learning to be a counsellor. In some way, your education is important. And most important is your psychic development, your intuition, your instinct. That's what keeps you alive. That's what stimulates you to want to learn more. And if you'd like to learn to be more psychic, to use your psychic skills within your family and within your working life, I can help you with that too. I have an online school. We'll talk about that more, but you can find it by going to sumaricenter.com and you can also find out the many ways that I can help you as well as Dr. Steve Van Goops, who can also help you. So there's lots to learn, lots to understand, and lots to do throughout the coming parts of this year. I'm sure you'd love to read my horoscopes that are given, put up every month for you. They'll guide you and help you. I'm also sure you'd love to read my blogs because when I put my blogs up, I always give information that's helpful. So do go to sumaricenter.com and see what's available to help you. And do connect with me. Let me give you some free advice. Everything you need is on our website. Everything you need is on my radio shows and YouTubes. And of course, you'll always be seeking more. I want once again to thank you for listening to this show and once again I want to thank you for sharing this show and many other shows with your friends, family, uh, your social media. You know, without you, my words would just be here in my computer waiting for someone to listen to them. So thank you, thank you yet again for your support and I'll be here again for you with one more show later in this month. So be well, be happy, and enjoy life. Because after all, that's why we're here, to learn, to have the pleasure, the sensations of our five senses working in the fullest way possible. Let me help you. Bye for now.